from ComedyFilmNerds.com with Graham Elwood, the floating force of Pandora. Ever heard of it? And Chris Mancini. What clan are you from? This is the Comedy Film Nerds podcast. It's not that great. This is not the ninja movie I signed up for. Cousin Eddie's package. Why can't this happen? Hello, welcome. My name's Graham. <laughs> that was really it was, kind of movie trailer guy, right? Well, no, what, what, what threw was? me was the uh, unexpected pause. Yeah. Right. Hello. Hello, welcome. And then, oh, there was nothing. There's nothing. Like, that. you're yeah, waiting yeah. for me to say, so, welcome someone, or my name, or, or, or something, you. and it's like, in a world. In, yeah. <laughs> welcome to a podcast <laughs> in a nerd garage, yeah. 50,000 feet be- below sea level. <laughs> Two men, five tricycles, <laughs> one comedian. <laughs> Like, oh, now we're not comics. I just us. That's an inconvenient location for a garage. Yes. 50,000 feet below sea Driving level. down the, the driveway it. sucks. It really, when it snows, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. my God. You can, never, you can never get down there. Um, my name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. Oh, it's so exciting. The garage. You guys have more furniture in here. Oh, yeah. Now. We redid one room. of the kids' rooms, so now there's less room for uh, us. There's uh, you know, a crib. Now there's a crib and a toddler bed in here. <laughs> so if anyone wants to, needs to buy any second yeah, email stuff. email us at uh, Comedy Film Nerds. We'll make a deal. You have to be in the L.A. area. You got to pick it up. Yeah, you got to pick We're it up. We're not shipping it. We'll, we'll, ship a, we'll ship chill packs, not cribs. Yeah, T-shirts and CDs yeah. we can ship. <laughs> baby changing table? No, Sorry. That's, we draw I, the line. I like the gargoyle looking down on all the baby furniture. It's the most <laughs> <Yeah>. ominous thing. <laughs> it's a horrifying gargoyle. We want the kids to be protected. The weird thing is, <laughs> like we, we always turn it the here. wrong way, but every time we come back in, it's already turned the yeah, other way. Yeah, it always turns itself back. Yeah, so. It's got its own preferences. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Gargoyles, they got their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to the smooth, uh, delightful voice of uh, stand-up comic. Velvet Tones. Oh. Of, the, of the Velvet Tones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, coming up next, uh, Dick Dale and the Deltones. Uh, that's the very funny man. Uh, welcome to the Nerd Garage, Mr. Kyle Kinney. Thanks for having me. You are welcome, my v- friend. Voice like curtains. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> A voice like curtains. Like that's a light. It's like lights out. Like you're like gonna... soft curtains. Oh, okay. velvet guy. Dead. I'm not I good with tapestries. Like a threat. Like <laughs> lights out. This is the last voice you're gonna voice hear. Like curtains. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's even worse too. Hey guys, sorry. It's the last voice you're gonna hear. Sorry. Yeah. It's uh, me. You're make dying it, today, me, Kyle. <laughs> Yikes. Whoops. Well, we go um... get your shine box. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kyle and I, I think we, we'd met before, but we did, uh, we did Doug Loves Movies at Zany's in Chicago last year. Is that the first time we like worked together? I think probably, yeah. And then, uh, then we were up in, in Bridgetown in Portland. And, uh, yeah, yes. for a few weeks. Kyle and I were actually on the show together at, uh, Bridgetown, the last one, but it was, I have children. So when a show starts at midnight... I do my set and uh, go back to the hotel room. I, and I was on last. And you were and on I, last. I think I had a yes. few drinks, and I think I had some words for people going over their time. It's like, well, it's two in the morning. Yes. Stick to ten minutes. Well, you didn't have to worry about me. I was, I was eight to ten on the nose. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, first, uh, first night uh, in Portland was for us was Friday. We did our film nerd show there. And then there's like, there was a huge party and I'm like, Oh, we're all going to. And Chris is like, Oh, I can't wait to go in my hotel room and sleep, sleep, (laughs) watch TV without children and then sleep. I, you know what? I've been on the road. So like the drinking, I felt the same way. Like the sexiest thing on the road is a nice hotel room that I can get to by 11 o'clock. And if it's got cable, you won't see me until like five minutes before I got to go on the next night. I will lay in that bed all day. It's got a bathtub and bubble bath. I, I am. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a, gonna be a night for me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It, it, in the background, you just hear constant like uh, you know classical music. You know, <laughs> it's like the radio's not on, but you just hear it. So yeah. I just picture you with like cucumber eye yeah. mask on. Is that is that what's going on? Well, that's I, why my suitcase was so heavy. I, 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 <laughs> he brings his I, own cucumber. I yeah. can't afford this, but I've been taking pickle chips off room service burgers. <laughs> 
It's not quite the same, but you know, it gets the job done. As long as it works. You look slightly less tired. It's pickle chips. It's pickle chips. Bread and butter slices. They're delicious. They're so delicious. Um, Well, let's do some shout outs. Yeah, we got a lot of international um, customers going crazy in the store, and we appreciate that. Really, everyone in Canada, the Netherlands. Yeah, and then Spain. Hello, Spain. I'm from Barcelona. I am. Five shirts coming your way. Yeah, I'm born at Palm Strike Bonanza. Someone in Barcelona went shit nuts and needs some Palm Strike shirts. Have I done a show in Barcelona? Don't think so, no. but God bless you. And thank you for sounding like you're from England. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, we really appreciate that. Thank oh, you for going in order canceled. Nuts. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I love that term, shit nuts. That was actually in the movie Payback. It was the first time I'd really heard it done right uh, with uh, Mel Gibson and William Devane. Who I, I love William Devane. And he was like, uh, you know, Mel Gibson steals the money back from the mob. And, and they're like, and he, William Devane is like talking to his henchman. He's in this high, you know, he's this high end uh, mob guy in this nice office. And he's like, this guy. Uh, this guy either has a death wish or he's shit nuts. And just the way he said it, I was like, yes. Watch that movie, folks, just for William Devane saying shit nuts. Yes. Um, or this, just, this or is, just watch the clip on YouTube. Yeah, this is this is pre-alcoholic racist Mel Gibson, by the way. This is pre time. No, this rate. is probably pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is pre-YouTube. Yeah. This is pre-iPhone is what it yeah. is. Back where you could just be racist. Yeah. And, you know, and In nobody, the comfort of your own no, city. Right. You'd still yeah. have a career. Yeah. yeah, just the only guys that knew were the valets at Moondoggies on the PCH. Um, uh, other shout-outs uh, are, uh, yeah, everyone doing the, the Afghanistan dollars again. It's just, it's it's such a cool thing. Uh, I cannot say enough how awesome it is that people are doing a paper, what you'd like, download, and, and spreading the word. Like, I keep getting tweets. Someone... Um, I did a show at uh, uh, Doug did a Benson interruption at Flappers in Burbank, mm. and uh, some people came up to me at that show, which was really cool. So, uh, oh great, yeah, big shout out to some some kitten hands. We're going to be doing a show there uh, in August, so stay tuned. Yes. for that. All and Burbankians. So I think we're going to call the a smile train contest too. All right, we're calling it. <laughs> you guys, you know, we 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 very just, generous. We're very generous. Thanks for all the donations. And I know it, it's sort of the the tsunami in Japan sort of sidetracked people's donations, which is totally fine. So we're just going to call it uh, bad accents wins. Oh yeah, thanks a lot, so everybody. There will be a show, an entire show of me doing. <laughs> it was like only ten, it was only ten dollars <laughs> for no accents. Yeah. That's what no accent showed up with ten bucks. Yeah, the rest was all. And wasn't it you? Didn't no, you, well, it might have been me. I'm just saying <laughs> that only ten dollars showed up against. So uh, the, they, the donation was just. Well, what we did was we we I started doing the when I was doing the hello from Spain. Yeah. I started doing horrible accents <laughs> over the summer, and some people emailed us and said, "I'll pay. We we'll love the show, but we'll I'll pay you ten bucks to not do that." So we read that on the show, and then got all these emails saying, well, "I'll pay you a hundred to do a whole show." <laughs> so. Then after doing uh, Jimmy Pardo's Never Not Funny Podcast-a-thon, mm. he did donate all this money to Smile Train. And I said, well, that's a great cause. So we just mm. said the thing, donate to Smile Train and just let us know, are you for a whole episode, for accents or against them? And literally it was like, we raised, I don't know, 1500 bucks or something. More than that. Yeah, a little more, a little like over 18, north of 1500 yeah, yeah. And the majority of it, like if, if whatever it was, 1600 bucks, let's say. Yeah. 1580 was for bad accents. So we're going to do a whole show with bad accents. Well, I, you know those people that spend the $20 that really hate those accents. Yeah. Like, Stop doing this. I mean, if I was a millionaire, I would have given you $5,000. money to stop doing this. So I don't know exactly. We don't know exactly when. We got to make sure we got the right guest. Yeah, the right guest has to be for that you one. Know, um, an, hour, an hour show. Bad an hour of me yes, talking yes. seriously about movies. <laughs> So here's in a horrible be, accent. In a horrible accent. And I oh, will, one accent for the whole show? No, I'm going ja- to shake it up. It's oh, gonna nice. be like, I like that move. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. Like, for the, like, I'll do one, hello. And the then the next know. movie, I'll be like, uh, I know I like this movie. Pokemon uh, <laughs> is prison. <laughs> the only unifying theme, the accent will be bad. That's the unifying theme. So buckle up. Buckle up, listeners. It's coming. <laughs> Who's doing a good Asian accent? No one. It's a white person. <laughs> no one. Ken Jung is yeah. doing a good Asian accent. He's the one. He can do that. He can do that. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. <laughs> yeah, Mickey Rooney. Oh, God. There's that great scene in Dragon where the young Mickey. Bruce Lee is watching Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. <laughs> 
and he's and 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 Mickey Rooney comes out and this horrible. Yeah. It's like the blackface of Asian. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. It's so bad in Breakfast at Tiffany's, and he's literally like Hong Kong, Hong Kong, and everyone in the theater's laughing, and young Bruce Lee is like, oh, oh, fuck, fuck That's what you. I'm up against. Yeah, this is the shit I got to deal with. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna beat no one of your asses. Yeah, I wish no wonder more I'm introspective. Like, is this what I sound like? <laughs> Like he was just really concerned. <laughs> Is this a really what oh, you think of me? <laughs> this is a horrible country for accents. <laughs> oh. Right. The acting Mickey is subpar. Rooney. Bruce Lee is just sad. I yeah, I've gone home early. <laughs> <laughs> and Mickey Rourke and uh, didn't kick anybody in the face. No, he didn't. Yeah. He should have. All right, let's get into it. First movie out of the gate, uh, Everything uh, Must Go. Yes, uh, Will Ferrell, I, I thought from the trailer, he needed to make this movie. I, you know, uh, Kyle, I know you saw this movie. I saw this uh, a scant few hours ago. Scant, same here. I saw it today as well. So what, tell us, Kyle, what you think. Okay. Uh, circumstantially, I had a big deep dish pizza before I went. <laughs> This fix so, is yeah. in. Paint us so, a picture, Kyle. Kyle is from Chicago, as am I. That's a that's a that's a real issue. I had I had a walk of shame to get back to my car, and then because I I went on a big walk, I also ate a big deep dish pizza, and then I went into a movie theater. So I did two things to really tucker myself out on a Sunday after a night of dancing and drinking. <laughs> that being said, I thought it was a great movie. I, I was a little I was a little tired out. It's definitely it's. Uh, I was a little upset with the people, and this isn't the movie per se, but people like over laughing at everything Will Ferrell would do because they're just now wait like, a people minute. That may, theater, not be, that may not be fair. They may just be dumb. Oh, they're dumb. But but that's, it, but is, are they are they over laughing because they're Will Ferrell fans, or is it that thing that sometimes when you see a movie in L.A. that has any sort of inside baseball, people are like, oh, I get it because I work in show business. Or, it is, but, you know, I saw it at the... Oh, they were laughing because the, the, you saw the movie well, with, the, just, with the marketing it, department. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? This guy kept elbowing me yeah. and laughing. <laughs> are you liking this as much as me? Stop it. We're going to get a lot of impressions on this yeah. one. Hey, have a Pepsi. Why are you... <laughs> uh no, I thought it was a great, but it was, it was good to see him. It, but it really, it's not like he brand. It was like he was just not being funny. Not like he was. There wasn't really any dramatic mm-hmm. bend in it where mm-hmm. he really had to go like, oh, he's got to drum up some tears, or he's got to have an explode. So he's he was in done, neutral. Sort, but like he's done. He's played. He's not like in Eddie Murphy where it's like quips and this and that, and that's why he's funny. Like he's played a serious person. In comedy, I mean that's why he's funny. He's right. so straight faced that I don't think it was really an exceptional thing for him to do a, a drama. He kept looking like he wanted to laugh to me, like you know what I now, mean. Now well, let's like, back that, up a little bit for the people very, that don't know what what's the, what's the basic premise. Oh, so of the yeah, movie? Uh, well, he's uh, yeah, he's. A, I mean, if you've seen the trailer, I think it's got a limited release, so it might be hard to find. But uh, you know, he's a. He's a guy that uh, the, the movie starts, he's fired from his job. Uh, they make some sort of, wow, I think you have a drink. You know, the drinking yeah. is getting out of control while you're losing his job. Mm-hmm. And his wife throws all of his shit on the front lawn. So that's, his, that's the, how yeah. the movie starts. He starts, okay. he's a guy with a drinking problem that got fired from a high-end job. Yeah. And his wife is literally shutting him out of everything. And he just stays on his front yard. Stays on his front his, yard. With all his stuff. They, they, if he finds out he can stay there for five days, they yeah. could have a yard sale for five consecutive days. Yeah. So he uses that rule to stay and live in his front yard. Is it like that Ben Affleck laid off movie? Well, it's it's almost like it's kind of like almost the, like this. The com- was it the company? The company, company man. Yeah. It's sort of like the indie version of that a little bit. But interesting. But, 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 but I'm. I, it was a good movie, but it was it was kind of like here. Look, I'm doing a drama, and it was a nice little project. It was it was a cute movie, right? I know, and that can be construed as insulting. It's not. It was a good movie, but it it was hardly a uh, like a Robin Williams and Goodwill Hunting or something. It was like a, yeah. It had that indie <laughs> film cuteness, and again, it's not. That's not really well. That, that, the word the word for that is really contrived. Yeah, it, it had it, that indie it, con- it, contrived it, indie uh, feel. No, to it. no, because you know there wasn't like a doodle intro or anything. Like that's the, oh, okay. that's the <laughs> right. kiss of death. <laughs> yeah. Is like. It's like a kid drew the title card. Get the fuck out! Yeah. Of and it's like and it squiggles. Already. Yeah, bubble letters with the movie. Okay, I'm done. No, they didn't. They didn't do that. I. <laughs> well, that's good. Th- th- there was some things I thought were a little contrived in terms of. And I and they talk I talk about Star Wars. I, no, it, 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 was, it wasn't that, but I mean, you know, 
he befriends this quirky weirdo kid, yeah. which is such a like indie film like staple. Sure, it was sure. a nice package. It yeah. was all very nicely packaged. Like Paul Giamatti no... passed on this film because he went, I've made this before. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there was just some yeah. things that I felt like it was so textbook, like, oh, this mm. is this is average Joe having a bad day. You know, mm. and, and like yeah. You know, he, he loses his car. So, the, aha, there he is on the kid's bicycle and he's fumbling over to get it. His wife locked him out. And he's trying to find it. Just, it just got a little too cutesy, wacky, indie filmy for me at points. I mean, and again, it's not, it's not a bad movie. Like, no. you, you didn't watch it and go, this sucks. <clears throat> Sounds like it's just by the numbers. That's a little too strong. Like, that insults yeah. the movie too much. And okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's that. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not blown away, but I, was, I watched him like that's a good movie. Right. I'm not going to watch it again. Would if somebody? Oh, would I like it? Yeah, you'd like it. Go watch it. You know, I'm, it's not like I was offended. It wasn't right. I was kind of uh, indifferent towards pleased. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. like the things that missed the mark didn't make you hate it. No, uh-huh. and 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 they didn't they didn't miss the mark so badly that you were like Jesus. It just was mm-hmm. like I thought the kid was good in the it. The kid was good. Will Ferrell was decent, but again, mm-hmm. like you say, Will Ferrell was just sort of um, he was just he was not he was just low key straight face Will Ferrell without the jokes, it, without the yeah. Imagine if you yeah imagine like yeah just seeing him seriously like getting upset about something don't give him a prop to but like just seeing him get mad right that's what's funny you watch that and that's what people are laughing they're laughing at this but there was a there was a part where like he pissed himself right he's like and people were laughing it's like no 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 that's what alcoholics do and that's sad (laughs) like like you you're laughing because it's Will Ferrell right but if somebody else like oh Jesus And and I was sitting in the movie going. Going. So they didn't know it wasn't a broad comedy. No, it would have been a lot more tragic with a different actor. That's what I'm saying. Like Interesting. They, it, it, the, okay. it, it, it's 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 Will Ferrell's career. I think the same can be said for that movie, Ladybugs. <laughs> now, are you talking <laughs> yes, about changing yes. out Ronnie Dangerfield? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because, like, if you if you did cast a Orson gu- Welles, and yeah, Ladybugs. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, if, if Will Ferrell, if somebody else was in it. That didn't have this long lineage of mm. wacky, wacky movies, which I love a lot of his movies. Yeah. It just well, it's hard to shake that. It's I hard. Mean, it's hard to shake that, and also, and you he, know, he's trying to do it, but it's hard. He was to trying do. to do it, but like when you're doing stuff that's trying to show, like you know, he has a sponsor. Like they're very like yeah. he's an alcoholic. Yeah, it's mm. a it's a disease. Yeah, yeah, I could see an '80s Michael Keaton doing a very good job in that movie. It just came to me, but I. Oh could yeah, see him when like, he did when yeah. he did that great. Um, a Batman. <laughs> Remember that awesome movie? And I'm blanking out. They came out right after Batman. I, uh, Mr. Mom. Oh no, no was it? Was, <laughs> it was clean and sober. It was clean and sober. It was clean and sober. Yes, yes. No, but it's so great. You just name every dumb Michael Keaton movie Night shift. ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> Night shift. That's the one you're talking about. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. Was a, he was a cokehead. Night shift, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, no, but you're right. Like this was Will Ferrell trying to do a clean and sober. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. He wh- pulled it off. He pulled it yeah. off. Yeah. Well, I don't think he was trying to. Be, it still was like it still. It was. It seemed rather lighthearted for a story about a tragic drunk. Exactly. Like it should be really like. Mm-hmm. It should be almost like. Um, uh, Barfly. Barfly. They could have made him like look. The, they could have made him look shittier, and that right. would have added to it because he still kind of looked all right. And you're used to I seeing mean, Will Ferrell's face and smiling I, at it, I, so that took away. from I get it. that they're like that. They weren't mm-hmm. trying to make it like Barfly in terms of make him look like a homeless guy, mm-hmm. because there was some indication that he was good at his job. He was a mm-hmm. sales job yeah. guy, and he was a good salesman. But so I think they were trying to go for more like uh, Days of Wine and Roses. Sort of like a clean cut guy that's got a good job. That's also an alcoholic. Yeah, which which is you know most alcoholics are regular. They're not like living in the streets. Well, he you know was what I mean? falling off the wagon. Like, wasn't that yeah. the moment that he fell off? The yeah, he fell off he the wagon fired? when he got fired, and then there was some, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah. It's, is is the story more about him kind of losing his his wife, and or is it more about him being an alcoholic? It's uh, see this is this is the thing where and and there was parts of me that were like I feel like they didn't do enough research or they just casting him made it seem like they didn't understand the disease enough. 
Like you know, you, like you he, know it why? wasn't like Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas, who was like the funny drunk with a tragic. horrible yeah, tragic. Yeah. And he right. and he and he sold he sold his mouthwash at the garage sale. If he was a true alcoholic, he would have drank the mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that I noticed things like those. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, that's that was the that was the couple. It was like. It's it's decent. I, I'll be interested to hear like people listening to this. If you mm. see this, put your comments on the message board and let us know what you thought because I think like like you're saying, Kyle, it, it really it's hard for people to get past. There's this wacky wacky guy. Yeah, because like you say, he always plays a straight fake guy who mm-hmm. takes himself too seriously and says the and does these ridiculous things that's why he's so funny in all those movies yeah. because his he's always plays a character that doesn't know how much of a fucking idiot he yeah, is yeah yeah and so you're kind of watching this going oh he's well Farrell doesn't know that he's he pissed a dr- himself drunk that lives in his yard it's yeah. funny that he's doing this <clears throat> right like they almost they either should have gone will Farrell all the way so with different lighting it could have been a comedy yeah honestly with some sound yeah with a different soundtrack yeah right. really <laughs> and a, and a, rolling and, in the aisles and on Steve's on as the wacky neighbor or something yeah. like that, <laughs> right, then you right. could have you could have. Yeah, done it makes that. you wonder what the original script looked like. Was it a well, comedy? Steve or something, Root is know? the wacky neighbor, Steve so Root that's. A, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, we'll see what. Uh, actually, I'm curious to see what. Uh, sounds like it was a kind of a mixed reaction because I know it's getting mixed reviews. Yeah. I'd like to see what mm-hmm. you know our fans think too. Yeah. See if they put it. Uh, next movie is Priest. Uh, none of us saw this movie. Neil saw it. There's a review on the site, and he said the one thing that I was afraid of about this movie. This movie was boring. Yeah. I said, how could this movie be boring? It's about warrior priests fighting vampires on giant motorcycles. It would take a lot of effort to make that boring. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently it was. It's amazing to me when they, there's all these like, uh, when it comes to vampires, they fucking, they take great premises and make them so boring and dumb. Like, I don't, why do they, why does the vampire literally suck the energy out of a script to make it so boring? Like, how do they do that? It's amazing. Like, you give me, you pitch me that movie. I'm like, soul. Yeah, yeah. And it was based on a comic book. And, uh, you know, apparently it got, it got gutted. The, no. You know, you, you want to, and uh, I, whatever was left was boring. <laughs> I don't. And it, oh, it should, and I'm sorry to go back to everything must go. That was based on a short story. Right. It's in the beginning with what a van, I, with a vampire. Yeah, with but, a, yes, <laughs> vampire stuck living on his lawn. Yeah. Very tough when the sun <laughs> would come up. He had the patio umbrella out. And uh, a priest lives next door, yes. and he's not happy about the yard yeah. sale. Yeah. And it's, it's like on so many. There's things. a conspiracy, yeah. and he, he's got these uh, cross shaped shurikens right. that are still boring. And it's <laughs> still. <laughs> And a monk is his sponsor, so how do they yes. rectify that? Yeah. It's like, really? It's really interesting. Vampire alcoholics. Now, see, now you're see, writing a script here. Let's, now you're let's writing. make this happen. If we sold the script to a major studio, they would make they, that they idea boring. Yes. They would make that idea boring. They would boring. still ruin it. Like, somebody's going, we should get Will Farrell for that movie. No, <laughs> no, don't do that. Has, has there been anything where they, like people treat being a vampire or a werewolf like a 12-step? thing no but there should, there should there's, <laughs> there's got to be something there's in gonna development be now yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly we put it in the world cut to <laughs> <laughs> i'll make that movie <laughs> so read neil's review of priest yes yes it's very extensive too okay it goes through um why neil's angry and, what, <laughs> and why uh, <laughs> why they why vampires it. are continually boring yes <laughs> All right, so you saw uh, Bridesmaids. I saw Bridesmaids, and this was one of those movies where you hear a lot of hype about, and you're like, oh, it's you know Judd Apatow and Kristen Wiig, and you know locked herself in a room with her writing partner to come up with a script for Judd, and you, you wanted it to be good. And I'm happy to report this was a really good movie. Oh, right. It was good. really fun, really funny. Um, very female perspective kind of thing, and which was, was really good because uh, you – it, it does it right. I mean, it, it's a it's a real organic kind of feeling with Kristen Wiig, uh, Maya Rudolph. They're they, you can tell they're mm-hmm. friends. They have a great chemistry together, and but it wasn't ruined by you know studio notes and being watered mm-hmm. down. It's yeah. really funny women being funny on screen, written by women, written by women yeah. from a female <clears throat> perspective, and it's not watered down. And it's not oh, it doesn't have that feeling of every single Jennifer Aniston comedy of men making, this is what women want to see. Uh, that kind yeah, of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what women want to see. Boardroom decision yeah, about... Yeah, horrible. 
So it was really, really happy to see. Really happy to see. Uh, some of the parts were a little sketchy because everyone kind of comes from a sketch background. Mm. Like stuff goes on too long. Uh, there's a couple, you know, a little gross out stuff. But everything is forgivable because yeah. the movie itself is so uh, is so good. Now, people are saying it's like a female hangover. Whoever's saying that, please stop. Do not say that movie. But how am I going to like it? Exactly. Yeah. If it's not translated into terms I know as a guy. <laughs> If, if you're saying it's a female It's like hangover, a boxing match with I a mean, beer. I mean, yeah. how am I going to just like it independently of, of, yeah. of yeah, itself? You, no, no, you can't do it. Marketing department says you can't do it. Uh, comparing. So, so uh, that, if you're saying it's like a female hangover, you either work for a marketing department <laughs> or you're just very dumb. And you don't understand how the world works. As and it go, then YouTube Bill Hicks marketing and watch Bill yes. Hicks's bit where he tells marketers to kill themselves. And because it's, it's a really, good angle, I like what he's doing with yeah, this exactly. No, no, kill yourself. No, yeah. I no, really no, no, like seriously. No, and you know, he wasn't even making a joke. He was actually saying, like, like, no, you really should do it. And I, yeah. there was a guy that came to the show at Flappers who said he has marketing buddies that watch that clip and think it's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. They stay, I'm sure. Nobody can, it came to life. Bill Hicks doing, saying "kill yeah. yourself" and then doing the marketing character within that bit, going, "No, this is good." It, Nobody can be happy in that job, though. I mean, do you think anybody? Sure, you yes, can. Yes, there are. There's happy are. agents. They exist. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I trick people into buying stuff they yes. don't need. <laughs> I'm like a puppet master, <laughs> a real piece of shit yeah. puppet master. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's that's why this movie was so great. It did everything marketing says to do. It, the opposite. It did yeah, the opposite. Right. It did, according to them, it, this movie did everything wrong. Mm -hmm. No huge star, female perspective, um, edgy, raunchy. You right. know, good mm -hmm. comedy. And I'll, I'll tell you, after seeing Thor and uh, Fast Five, my brain said to me, "Look, you got to bring me to the next movie." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you Fast Five wasn't any good. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> Was it a think piece? Yeah, I wouldn't call it a think piece. I mean, and I enjoyed those two movies. I just there was just the the, the brain gets you know left behind. This yeah. one, you know, you can bring your brain to. It's, it's funny, it's raunchy, mm -hmm. it's edgy, but it's also smart. It's yeah. a good comedy. It's when when Jed Apatow does things right, he really does things right. He he produced this well. Paul Feig directed it mm -hmm. from uh, Freaks and Geeks. Basically, mm -hmm. it's all of Judd's right. friends, you yeah, know, that, the, that made this crew. movie. But. Uh, it was good. Good characters, good um, good story, and it, it's not really about all the bridesmaids. They're billing it as an ensemble. It's really Kristen Wiig's character. It's really yeah. about her, but and it it's fine. Well, it had a good box office, right? Good box and office. Which is and it deserves yeah. it. Deserves it. And those other ladies in there, too, like, I don't know their names, but I've recognized them from other Very things. funny. I think it was the, the, pod, the, the bigger girl that's in it, but I remember her just from a bit part in that movie, Go. You remember that? Yeah. And she was just the one that like, answered the door and was kind of awestruck yeah. by the two stuff like oh it's you guys like she yeah. was just funny for the three minutes she was in that movie yeah. and i just yeah. remembered her from that which again much is, bigger part in this movie. which yeah. again yeah. is like that's the only comparison to the hangovers when they made the hangover none of those guys were huge stars yeah right. you know they were all just oh there's that funny guy with there's the one thing and the other oh and john ham is funny in it too. yeah and he's great and i funny i just saw him like in the town on dvd and then watching this movie i'm like oh wow he's he can be scary and hilarious he's a solid at the same actor, time man he's such a fucking great yeah, actor so it was good it was a good i highly recommended all right sweet good to know mm -hmm. all right and hesher uh did anybody see hesher no okay neil no. saw it uh he loved it there's another review on the site uh extensive and it felt like uh we talked about this last week almost like a henry fool kind of hal hartley movie you know a stranger comes into broken people's lives and puts them back together kind of thing mm. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. And uh, what is it? Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the uh... yeah. And I think Natalie Portman. There's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, he's he's man. He's a, such a solid actor. Yeah, like, watch, good indie. Watch him in Brick. Yeah, like he's amazing in Brick. Oh, I forgot he was. Is in that, that movie. like the noir oh, yeah, yeah. dialogue? High school, high school detective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's great in that man. He's 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 just a, he's a solid actor. Yeah. So I, I want to see that. Cool. Um, all right. Well, let's get uh, let's let's focus on our our guest here, Kyle. Um, you were saying before the show that you're starting to like. Uh, you want to get yourself up to speed to like classic movies. I yeah. I never had. You've been spending a lot of time on the Criterion <clears throat> website. I uh, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I guess I should be. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, like I, I just I should know more about this. My my roommate's a huge movie buff, so he's been pointing me in the right direction on stuff. And, and I, I just saw Raging Bull for the first time this week <laughs> as a thirty four year old man. <laughs> uh, that movie but it's, is 
Amazing. It was fantastic. It, you know, it's one of these things like you're on the road so much, and then I'm, if I'm in town, I'm out every night, and finally, just now that I'm on the like when I'm home for a week, I don't want. It's like I'm gonna stay in and watch movies. That's what I'm gonna do. Did you what, what like what kind of a TV and system did you watch Raging Bull on? I got a. I think I watched it on streaming Netflix, but it looks pretty good. I have a uh, like a 50 inch Panasonic there TV. You go. I treated myself to it. Nice, good because that movie widescreen. Uh, <laughs> I thought if you actually had me, you saw me think. You saw yeah. me think about what you said. I don't know if you could tell this, listeners, but I look stupid right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those movies to anyone out there. If you haven't seen it, see it. Mm-hmm. And if it ever is on a big screen somewhere, yeah. watch yeah. it. Because on yes. a big screen, it's like Lawrence of Arabia. It's mm-hmm. mesmerizing. The first of all, the black and white, and the like. The mm-hmm. fight scene footage, the way Scorsese did that, like it's it's. That, my roommate was saying like, there's so much footage shot because you just see how many cuts there are in those fight scenes to get like you don't. Really, it might be a three minute scene, but. Every every angle, every you know, yeah. every there's so much footage that he had to shoot just for that. That movie <clears throat> is like that. If you read, if you read the um, the book we talked about on the show, especially during the Alan Havy episode, the book Re- Easy Writers Raging Bulls. Mm-hmm. Read that book because it's about the era in the '70s when all those amazing movies were made. It was the studio system had basically collapsed. Yeah. And it was a free for all, and it it produced some amazing movie like Raging Bull, Apocalypse Now. I, I, yeah, I had read most of that like when I was a, in high school without right. without seeing the movies. It was evolved, oh. and I and I was watching them at an age where I wasn't appreciating it. Like I tried watching Easy Rider, and I think I was ninth. Mm-hmm. I was it, it, you know it, it it wasn't resonating with me right the way it would now, especially with more the, the more you know about movie making, the more you appreciate these things. And how, yeah, they just like no, it, it was uh, Bonnie and Clyde. No, yeah, it was oh. just, and all the shit that went down and how they mm-hmm. made how crazy they all were and yeah. like they were all oh, in yeah. drugs and guns and orgies. Oh yeah, and- Dennis Hopper just <laughs> disappearing into Mexico forever and <laughs> him 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 doing like what is it mutual funds or like how you should invest in your yeah, retirement? Like, no, are you like, shitting me? Are you yeah. shitting me? Well, that like- may have been court ordered. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can barely keep your eyes in your own head right yeah. now. I mean, oh my god, they were literally there's there's stories of him like at an orgy. With a shotgun. Oh yeah, 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 crazy, crazy story. Like you wonder, like how did you get enough footage of him? Like how? You know, yes. Shooting. It's like great. Like you watch the documentary. Have you seen Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the uh, um, Hearts of Darkness? The documentary about it? No. Watch that movie because it shows what Coppola had to go through to get that movie made. Oh. And he's one time he's talking when they're on that the compound shooting all that footage, and mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper is so clearly just high and out of it. Yeah. And Coppola's like, so you kind of got your lines down? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Coppola's just kind of smiling but wants to like rip his throat out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of need you to know your lines because it's like $100,000 a minute. So, yeah. Sheen's having a heart attack over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Sheen's dying. Brando went to Tahiti. But the movie, the movie that... that these guys over here are butchering a cow. Yeah, they're butchering a cow. And then, I mean, there's literally a scene in there where they're, like, they're shooting in the Philippines mm-hmm. and... They they hired the Philippine army to get a lot of their helicopters, okay, with like yeah. those mass helicopter yeah. shots. And they're shooting. All of a sudden, he's, he's like, "Where are the helicopters going?" And the helicopters just fly away. And he's like, "What? what we're supposed to shoot? Where's it? Like, oh, a war broke out on one of the islands or something. So they're yeah. they're just gone. So it's like that's another movie which I put is like a must see. Yeah, like if you've yeah. seen it, see Apocalypse yeah. Now. And then see what they went through to make it. Heart of Darkness is Hearts of Darkness, Hearts a filmmaker's of Darkness, apocalypse. Right. So, what other movies have you seen that you're just learning about? Uh, what have I been catching up on? Uh, also, my memory shot <laughs> drinking <laughs> drugs. You said we were talking about Network earlier. Network, too. Network's my. Mm-hmm. It was maybe a year or so ago, but that was one of those movies that that's a must watch. It, it, film it, it, for it, now for this era. It explains this era, like it, it called yeah, it. it. Yeah, it yeah. called yeah. it. Like. Boom! We we brought this this episode or the, the the this movie up before on the show, and any to any like new listeners, I'm telling you, first of all, all the performances like Robert Duvall's in it, mm-hmm. like oh, it's great. It's great. it's it's uh, uh, Ned Beatty's in it has this great part yeah. in it. I mean, it's 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 haunting. It's yes. how relevant it is. Yeah, it's, it feels like oh, did, was this just shot two <clears throat> weeks ago? It's yeah, literally, it, yeah. that's what it feels like. It is haunting. <clears throat> it's Paddy Chayefsky wrote the script, and he <clears throat> came out of like Playhouse ninety. Uh, wrote a lot with um, with uh, Rod Serling, and then the director was Sidney mm-hmm. Lumet, and who just 
passed away last mm-hmm, month. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just watch Sidney Lumet's movies in the 70s. Yeah. That alone what, is... What were his other Dog films? Day Afternoon, right. uh, Serpico, Network. What else am I missing? Uh, did he do... Uh, there was another one. Um, the, uh, I mean, I'm blanking on the one. There was the one with uh, uh, Gene Hackman as the detective. I think he... French Connection, did he do? No, he, no, didn't, he, he didn't, didn't do French Connection. connection. Um, but, like, uh, I'm going to bring it up in a second. On, but, but Who like, did The Conversation? Who's that one? That's one that's, like, that's a must Oh, Gene ha- Oh yeah, Gene Hackman when he's a... Um, um, I, I like that Gene Hackman. He's on he, that. Yeah, he, he's... Uh, is he a government worker? Or it was, like, this weird thing where he just eavesdrops on everybody. That? I know it's one the of those... That's, like, that's yeah, yeah, like that's, a classic that's, film. That's yep. I'm, I'm here... To yep. be told what I need to see. The conversation is amazing because it also individual. it was such an it's an older movie, but it also it, it also kind of foreshadows the um, era of constant surveillance. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was like with the old recording equipment. Yeah. You know, they had to lug everything in vans. Yeah, vans you know? in front there of were no iPhones to just record everything. Oh, uh, Twelve Angry Men, nineteen fifty-seven, yes. oh, okay. which is a script by Rod Serling. That movie is bring up the conversation real quick too. Okay. See who that directed was, that I, one. I, that's one of those things. Like, I, you know, it's it, it's a shame too. I had you know a, a cinema teacher in high school showing up these classic films. I was like, all right, movie class. I can take a nap. One of the one of the <laughs> I just I missed out on this guy trying to trying to you know trying to show us the the thin red or the conversation. Oh, it was uh, Coppola. Yeah, Coppola directed oh, cool. the conversation with John Cazell and. Oh. But one, one, if you want to go back farther and go into foreign movies, if you, um, uh, the seventh um, uh, seal is probably seventh one of my seal. favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time. Igmar Bergman movie, a cult film. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, it's it was so famous. It, it's actually got parodied in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, where they're playing with chess with death. <laughs> That's the original where the original movie Bill and from. Ted's bogus journey yes. parried in Ingmar Bergman and, and that's what actually yes as crazy that as that makes sounds, me feel better about how much I enjoyed uh, the Bill and Ted's yes. uh, films well that was with uh, I knew there was something to those yeah. that people with the William um, who played death and uh, uh, William it was the guy from Die Hard yeah the, he goes right, you have thank uh, my battleship my battleship battle you are a three you are damn straight <laughs> yeah. He did some weird accent. Crazy, crazy funny. Why does death have funny. an accent? Oh. Why is death from and he somewhere? exactly the same from Igmar Bergman's movie. That's what's oh, really? so funny. Yeah, the exact same look and costume. And, uh, but that basically this movie is, you know, a knight that comes back from the Crusades and he meets death and death wants to take him. And he's like, well, no, let's play a game of chess so I can kind of extend my life a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it basically goes through as they meet other characters, the meaning of life and what their lives mean. And uh, so it's a great kind of, Slow moving, um, mm-hmm. introspective kind of movie yeah. about faith and life, and it's real. I mean, Igmar Bergman's movies are amazing. If mm. you, uh, they're they're slow, Swedishly paced, but you, they're worth <laughs> Swedishly <yes>. paced. <laughs> <laughs> they are worth the uh, wait. They always pay off. Mm. They're amazing. I, I would I, another thing you could do is just Dustin Hoffman in the seventies. Um, oh I, yeah, what, what, like Marathon Man or Marathon Graduate. Uh, but then there's the smaller titles like Straight Time. He plays an ex-con that, okay. that gets out of prison and is like trying mm-hmm. to. What is you know Midnight Cowboy? Midnight Cowboy is amazing, but Straight Time and then Lenny. One. Watch him play Lenny Bruce. I did see Lenny. That's yeah. That was a good one. That's amazing. Like now, was there ever a classic <laughs> movie that everyone told you was great that you saw and you hated? Um. What did I see? I don't know. There was something I read that I just couldn't stand. No, yeah, it wasn't a movie. It was uh, Catcher in the Rye because I didn't read it when I was a teenager. And I read it in my 20s. I'm like, this kid's just a pussy. Like, like it just just went over my head. I'm like, have sex with the, you pussy. Like, I was just angry at the book the whole time. (laughs) Like, I wasn't appreciating the rye. I was just upset. You baby, come on. Be a man, for Christ's sake. And God, author, do an interview. (laughs) Well, a friend of mine said that. He goes, he goes, have you read Catcher in the Rye lately? I said, no, I haven't read it since high school. He goes, read it again. There's a bunch of shit in there with the names of all the groups of kids or whatever. Like the whatever they call, I don't fucking remember. It. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it, it may not hold up as well. Yeah. What was the thing? Aren't they making out? Aren't they making oh. an on the road again or something? Did I hear something like that? Oh, the Kerouac movie? They're gonna make that? Is that? I, I 
I have a bad brain. Well, that's that's to me. If you want to talk about mm. that, when I when everyone said, "Oh, you got to read Kerouac, Kerouac's mm-hmm. on the road," I was like, "Yeah." And I remember the first like sixty some pages. I was like, "Yeah, he's he's on, you know he's doing it, man. Yeah. He's, he's uh, this is awesome." The beat generation, and then after a while, mm. I was like, by like a page hundred, I was like. You guys are assholes. Yeah. Get like, a fucking job. It's you, like reading Hunter S. Thompson. After yeah. all. You're just an alcoholic <laughs> that's, drug addict. That's my friend broke it. Th- yeah, my friend's an, uh, Stephen Elliott, very talented author from San Francisco. He's like, yeah, on the road, it's just about speed freaks driving back and forth yeah. across America. It's like, <laughs> that is all it is. I know. And there's like, he's like, yeah, and when Johnny saw this guy, it's punched him in the face, and we loved it. It was like, what a fucking dick. He just walks up and just cold cocks some guy for no reason. And then wrote about it? Get a haircut. You should be in Korea (laughs) fighting a war, asshole. (laughs) And did speed, taped a bunch of paper together and wrote it. Yeah, what a fucking wrote it on a bender. Yeah. I could do that. My inane drunken ramblings from being a road comic. That's what I've tried doing. I'm trying to turn (laughs) it into a career right now. They were they were driving to Canada. (laughs) Oh, there's another great uh, Dustin Hoffman movie uh, that they're remaking actually called Straw Dogs. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, that's um, another one. It has Ashton Kutcher in it. Yeah, the new one is with Kate Bosworth <laughs> and somebody. Uh, no, it, it's not Ashton, but it's is similar. Sam, but this is, is Sam Peckinpah, which is another. Yeah. My, my roommate John Vargas, yeah. another like is, is, the Wild Bunch. Yeah, yeah, Peckinpah freak. If the, for for those people listening, don't know who he is. He's a great. He's got a mm-hmm. bunch of movies. I'll bring up some of his. Movies. Uh, a lot of he's most well known for his bloody western kind of movies yeah, and, yeah. and the thing is when you watch them now i'm like yeah they're kind of violent i mean from today's standards you got to watch them from like the standards of then where that's what he like said like it was the first time to like like see a slow motion like somebody getting shot oh right. he started yeah. all that yeah yeah like he was the first guy anytime yeah. you see that in a movie today that's that's, that's came from, from it. yeah Ball. yeah like he's got um the wild bunch bring me the head of uh alfredo garcia uh mm-hmm. noon wine which is a tv movie which is actually very cool thing. I saw that at the uh, Museum of TV and Radio. Well, maybe mm-hmm. we'll start doing little uh, classic picks. During the, uh, I think episodes. we should start doing yeah. that because okay. our fans have been asking. Like when we had yeah, that yeah. that conversation with Ali Wong, Korean revenge the, flicks. Korean yeah. revenge flicks. People are like want to know more about that. There's another great, really obscure, obscure movie that we talked about when I did the uh, Scarecrow Video Podcast up in Portland or uh, Seattle, excuse me, called um, uh, Charlie Varick. This really little. With uh, Wait, yeah, why do I know this? With um, Walter <clears throat> Matthau, and he just plays. It's one of those movies that came out in the early seventies. It's kind of like Joe Namath and CC Writer. Like it's this like he, Walter Matthau just plays this like little kind of con guy, and he's sort of like always kind of this night. He's not mean or sinister, but he's always sort of one step ahead of everybody. But you mm-hmm. know the the, the 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 sometimes these movies. When people watch them today, the, the, you just got to be ready for the, the, a different type of pacing. Yeah, like but a, yeah. This pacing is going to be slower on the majority of these movies. Everything's not all quick cut craziness. Mm-hmm. But like, there's all these. You can't mo- even blame MTV for that anymore. No, you can't. It's just whatever. I blame <laughs> if you looked at MTV back then, you'd be like, it's a little boring. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, straighten the camera. <laughs> um, but that, though, I think movies like that, like. Um, there's a lot of little gems like that that mm-hmm. came out in the 70s because the studio system had, like we talked about, it it's collapsed. Like, yeah, just do what you're doing. So just that's where that whole just like, mm-hmm. oh, make what you want to make and and, mm-hmm. and see what happens. So it was it was really it was a really interesting time. So maybe we'll we'll do that. We'll we'll okay. We'll, we'll ask a guest what their classic is. Do you see anybody? Uh, who who would you say now is kind of taking that approach to to movies? Anybody? Not that it's allowed too much, but no. there's but but with the accessibility to make a movie. Easier. I, I think you're getting it. I think you're getting it out of places like Korea and Hong Kong. You're getting your filmmakers mm. like that. Like, like um, I'm blanking on his name. Who did Kung Fu Hustle? Um, oh, Stephen Chow. Stephen Chow. Oh, man, that was a good flick. A great, yeah, yeah. It was a great flick. And uh, and Shaolin Soccer. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're getting that less and less here because less movies are getting made, so there's less chances. Yeah. But but where you are seeing it here is the indies because it's cheaper to make a movie. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also in genre. Uh, because there's always money to be made, money to be had for like kind of hard, low budget sci-fi and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And while there's more of those being made, every once in a while, a paranormal activity or even that new oh, one, okay. Insidious, came out. I would, uh, I was just, I was almost gonna like be scared to bring up paranormal activity. <laughs> I love that stuff. Like I, I get a big kick 
I, the first one I was liked, good. It was I, great. Yeah, I liked. Mm-hmm. I went and saw the second one just because I want to see it in the theater. I want to see it with high school kids. Like it's like an old title. Like you see it. Everybody yeah. gets scared. Like high school girls screaming and their boyfriends like poking them to make them. Yeah, like, yeah. That's a blast. That's just a good time yeah, at the yeah. movie. Yeah. Those like, movies are made me to, to be hell seen. in the theater. Yeah. It's like this oh, is yeah. great. Yeah, like, we're all having fun. That's They're, what that's what that's what those movies are made for to be seen with other people who want to see them and get fucking scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I love. Yeah, I I get such a kick out of that stuff. I like a good. Cheap thrill. I <laughs> cheap thrill. Like, there, there are some. You know, it's it is. It's hard to pick a specific like American filmmaker because mm. what will happen to an American filmmaker is they'll make a couple indies that are decent, and then the mm. studio will hire Just them to do cash in, and then ruin what they what and, made yeah. them cool. Yeah, and it's like I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, a Christopher Nolan slips through. Well, I'm yeah. going to do these movies my way, and the studios go, okay. You, you, that's yeah. an answer to your question. I would say Christopher Nolan in terms yeah. of, like, he's making big-budget studio movies, but yeah. he's doing it his way, and he's making excellent films. Yeah. Was, I mean, to my limited knowledge, like, David Fincher's kind of... I mean, I, like, Fight Club's one of my favorite movies. I know it's kind of a, mm-hmm. a juvenile boys thing I to say, but film. I think that... Like, that was a movie I'm like, you can make this movie? Yeah, like that was kind of what like what you're talking about, right? Uh, the '70s, I'm like, oh, this isn't this right. is really fucked up. Well, Fincher's oh, yeah. got a new movie coming out this summer. Yeah, um, the, uh, yes. the Brad Pitt movie, the the Life Tree or whatever the hell it's called. No, that's that not does, David Fincher. That that's that's Terrence Malick. That's Terrence Malick. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're very similar. <laughs> if similar meant not similar at all, <laughs> they're both their names have letters yeah. in them. That's how similar they are. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. we're, it's a night, one of these nighttime recordings. I always come in a little uh, yeah. soft. Thin Red Line, Aliens 3. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're very similar. They're similar if you watch movies, them close, just, uh, they're very similar. Uh, <laughs> um, well, yeah, well, you know what? He does have, I can't remember what movie. I know what you're talking about. He does have one movie coming out this, this summer, but... Uh, uh, Tree Life looks great, and I know nothing about what it's about. <laughs> that's you know. Well, that's it, what they're. That's part of their marketing, which yeah. again is is. It's an, it's an event when a Terrence Malick movie it's, comes it's, out. It's great that they're doing that because we've talked about ad nauseum on this show. Mm. So many trailers ruin movies. Yeah. Yes, they're too long. They explain too much. That movie, you're just like, what the. What is this movie? Yeah, like yeah. this looks awesome. What was then? What was it? Razorfish or what was it called? Wasn't last year. Something fish. That's what they used. Like, don't let anybody tell you what this movie's oh, about. No, you were you, you, you saw sure. that movie. Yeah, the, no, no. What was it? The Facebook movie. S- the fish. Catfish. Catfish. Yeah, mm-hmm. catfish. That, was nah, a, that pissed me off. That was about Facebook. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> Not the creation. It of was it. just the social network <laughs> yeah. with a different title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they actually Fincher, used it. <laughs> Fincher is someone I would I would put up there because he's <clears throat> which is it? He's a. Uh, Fincher, you know, he's Social Network, Benjamin Button, Seven, Fight Club. Um, what were you asking me to look up? Oh, um, the movie that's coming out this summer oh, that the he's Terrence doing. Malick movie. No, David Fincher's. Fincher's movie that's coming out this summer. Um, oh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. He did the American version of Right, that, okay, okay. Which I don't think that, that's not going to be this summer. Fuck it up because right. the, yeah. uh, the Swedish ones were, or was it Norway or Sweden? Sweden. Swedeway. <laughs> um, those, 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 just a dumb American. Sweden, Germany, right? No, it's Norden. Nord- it's Norden. Norden. It's, no, it's, it's Nordish. Yeah, that's near Australia, right? That's, it's Nordish. It's, it's right near the, New the Zealand. Blonde, right? The blonde people live up there. Yeah, yeah. They're just very tall and. Uh, they like meatballs. Uh, <laughs> Hot yeah. chicks, high suicide rate. So, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hot chicks. Yeah. Oh. As long as the meatballs aren't too big, they have to be smaller. <laughs> Cheekbones and milky white skin. Um, let's go to DVDs. Let's go to it. Yes. Uh, my the, ramblings the, of getting things uh, wrong. The, uh, the mechanic, <laughs> uh, the remake of the Charles Bronson movie. Um, not a really uh, important remake. Let's yeah, just put it that I saw, way. I, I saw this and it was very average. Very average. Was it uh, Statham? Statham and um, and the guy that looked like looks like Statham, yeah. uh, Ben Foster. I, I, they're sitting together. I'm like, oh my god, that looks like a ventriloquist act. Why? <laughs> I mean, why doesn't he just sit on his lap and then they'll, you know, one of them will hold the gun and then they'll shoot people. It was it was a really pointless remake. You want to yeah. talk about even movie, for Statham? See the original yeah. one. See the Charles see Bronson the original. original. And I like those guys too. It's just you're watching this. I'm like, okay, some okay action. Started off great. I mm-hmm. thought it was a really cool concept. Guy kills somebody in a pool. Talking about mm-hmm. the jobs, like you know, the best jobs are the ones where no one even knows them there. Mm-hmm. So kind of yeah. like a thought it'd be cool stealthy assassin type movie and 
nothing like that at all. And, okay. and you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Statham fan. So yeah, me too. I'll, I'll see any one of his crazy movies. And, and I, I think he, I genuinely believe. The higher a, the budget, the smaller his role. Yeah, well. <laughs> the, I, I, I come up with Statham moves in my house. <laughs> like, I'm at that point like, oh, Statham would do this. Yeah. Like, like if I He had, would jump off John like Vargas' head. I do. I still, I still have. The fantasy of having like knives on a ceiling fan and like tur- standing under it and turning that on and it just stabs everybody. Of course, <laughs> ceiling fans start very slow. They would just fall right off. <laughs> but in my head, Statham would like do something cool with knives on a ceiling well, fan. Well, he would adjust the just, motor. Are you coming? And he would just, or he just hit it. He'd spin it with his hand and knives would hit, yeah. kill everybody. <laughs> yeah, he'd be sweeping up with a broom and then just flick it with a broom. And then the yeah, exactly. That's, see, or that's where There it would is. be a scene where he would go to his mechanic to create a special fan motor that right. would start yeah. fast. Yeah. And he'd go, looks like in his own mate or something after he kills him right <laughs> I honestly believe Statham is an, is an amazing actor that mm-hmm. just fell into these action movies and that's what he's well that one where he did, yeah. hardly did any kung fu at all was it the bank job the bank, oh, the the bank job. job yeah he actually acted in that yeah. movie and it was good it was, but I was, was so let down that there was no Stathamity in it there was just one little half scene it was a little bit yeah I'm like and, and you're watching, and you're like, oh, where did that come from? Now he's like a martial artist. He was just a bank robber driving around. He, yeah. he just can't resist. Yeah. Give me one scene. Yeah. <laughs> My fans demand it. Right, uh, the, right. the right is the um, that other horrible priest Jesus. movie uh, that uh, I think Anthony Hopkins was in. It. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a review on the site from Neil, and he was equally disappointed. And no vampires. Uh, the roommate. I don't know anyone who has seen this movie. Well, I don't you know, know. Uh, anyone I know has seen this movie. I don't know anyone peripherally. I don't know anyone who said, I know someone who saw this movie. I don't movie. know anyone that has a roommate <laughs> yeah. that saw this movie. Which is why it's on DVD yeah. this week, yeah, even exactly. though it was in the theaters last week. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see this movie, there's nothing we can say that will stop you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. There's nothing. There's nothing. You're, you're already going to see yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, mm. Only one movie opening this week. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 4 Ooh. on Stranger Tides. Oh, come on. Give me a fucking break. What? You know what? It's Pirates. It's... Are you a big Pirates fan? Oh, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like They're like... great. It was, it's a, it's a, it was an untouched genre. They came... Oh, it's a good time. I... <laughs> Wait, I... What's, the gen... what's the genre? Pirates. Pirate genre? <laughs> the pirate... They're that important. It's their own thing. <laughs> I would love... <laughs> More pirate movies. I would love this genre to take off. I loved the first one. It was a blast. I was like, what a great I thought the movie. first one was fun, too. Yeah. Fun summer movie. The second one, I was like, ha, huh, and I didn't even see the third one. I, they were disasters. It, it is. It's one of these things I'm just going to allow it. Like, just, I'm just, it just, if especially, and this is, uh, unfortunately, like, did you see it at the El Capitan? No. No, oh, did you get the show before? Yeah, yeah. That's the way to see movies. Any Disney movie. You've see, seen movies there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They do the big stage show. Oh, before. they had a guy playing pirate shanties or chant. I don't know how you say that word. But he's playing the song. <laughs> he was chanting shanties. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was chanting the shanties. It was a very odd approach to the songs. With a shillelagh? It was great. <laughs> then the piano, the organ lowered into the stage. And then it was like, it was the, the, uh, the British uh, Union Jack. And then the cannonball uh, flag over the stage, and then it was uh, cannonball holes in it, and it dropped, and it was just a Jolly Roger, and it was like they played yo. It was, oh, it's a way to see a movie. It's a real. It just it got me so excited. So then after that, then you're just everything. Else I'm gonna is go great. see it again. This one, I, I, I'm gonna go see it at the well, Capitan. Me, me, and a theater full of ten year olds, <laughs> and I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna have a great time. <laughs> Well, you know, this this one I actually, I'm going to um, keep an open mind about because this one apparently has a story. Yeah. Uh, they were actually, um, they found a book, Stranger Tides or On Stranger Tides, mm-hmm. and uh, they added Jack Sparrow into it. So it actually has a story about finding the Fountain of Youth that they, so it's not like this make it up as you go along yeah. for the last two movies. Oh, well, we got uh, this set. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, uh, run around on the boat. Just and, film uh, two and a half hours. We'll film it. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, I think, uh, and they dropped all of the uh, boring characters from the other movies. Oh, that's right. They so, got rid of the uh, the handsome, pretty it's, people. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings uh, uh, guy, Orlando Bloom and yeah. Kira Knightley. So they're they're gone. So uh, I don't know. It could be fun. It could be a disaster. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to, with an open mind this weekend. I might yeah. even see it at the El Capitan. That's see. I'm gonna be out of town too. So I'll probably maybe I'll come back and see it El Capitan. 
<laughs> no, I'm just talking to myself. It's yeah. hard to it's, it's hard to sit there and get upset about plot holes when you're just sitting by children going, "Ooh, pirates!" It's like yeah. I know pirates exactly. <laughs> it does. I'm not gonna talk about well, the this the, the continuity doesn't match. It's like watching a horror it. movie with teenagers. It is. It's, it's exactly. exactly like it. I'm here to have fun. <laughs> not sitting in my room, a grown man, going, "This doesn't make any sense." Why he was below deck? Now he's just above deck. He didn't show how he got up there. <laughs> Yeah. Just gotta have somebody walk in and go, yeah. what are you, an asshole? Yeah. You're a grown I don't care man. how the squid got onto the boat. <laughs> yeah. It's a kraken. It doesn't have rules. <laughs> it's a kraken. Krakens come and go as they please when they're released. <laughs> well, see, now you've turned me. Now I want to go see at the El Capitan with a bunch of 10 year olds. Oh, God. How many people instantly walked out of that one, farted, and said, release the kraken? I know I did. That's exactly what I did. You get a great line out of it, you have a laugh. Fuck. Oh, everybody wins. <laughs> You smuggle in your own food. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. good business. Yeah, you bring you in your candies. Yeah, mm-hmm. coconut water. Oh. <laughs> I dropped. I think it was a two-pound bag of Skittles once at the theater. The most embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> just, wow. just Russell, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and were you sitting in the back? Just, so yeah, it rolls just all the way down. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing, and you could like simp. You heard sympathy from like, oh man, oh, I, like I, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> It's time by Twizzlers. <laughs> I had so many skittles. <laughs> um, well, that's our that's our show. That's it. Yeah, How about it. That was exciting business. I think I think we've learned a lot from we the did. show. We did. We learned a lot. And you know what? Minds were changed. Minds were changed. Oh, okay. Sounds like we're doing a little. We're adding a little segment to the show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How about that? All right, starting at number fifty-nine. There's going to be bad acts. You never know what. <laughs> maybe we'll do it the same. Maybe we'll do the same. Show, the bad accent show. We'll add the new oh, feature. Don't forget to watch the Sting, mates. It's a classic. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a long, arduous episode <laughs> for me. <laughs> I just get, I, want, I want to get to. The, I want to just see it to the point where you're just bored with your own voice. I'm like, going oh, to have to like. And it's for charity. I'll have to keep reminding you. No, keep it up. Yeah, you keep can't it up. Stop. No, no. I am literally sick of this no, right this now. This voice is a horrible. I hate my own stupid voice. Nobody's enjoying this now. <laughs> <laughs> I am so tired of making the fun of the journalists. <laughs> One mirror and apologies, listeners. <laughs> Oh, shit, folks. That's just a little teaser. Yeah. That's a little a bad accent sampler we're giving you, folks. Well, maybe we should have Kyle as the bad maybe, accent maybe stand in. The, the, the pinch hitter. <laughs> Bring in the lefty. Bring in the lefty with the bad accents. Mama, 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 mama. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> red, 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 red. <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> it would be lead rather yellow. I, I, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> All right, practice. I will. I, come back. I'm going to do, do regions from the states. I'm going to do what we're going to go all over Europe. Sure, sure. It's going to be... And It'll be like the Travel Channel for your ears. It is. Really, you're going to hear so many different... <laughs> travel Channel for your ears. <laughs> Should have intro music for each country. Oh, who's this? <laughs> who's coming in? <laughs> Let's start playing the Godfather theme. Oh, we're going to Italy. I, 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 I figure you're just going to go right into Canadian for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm just going to drop in an occasional yeah, about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk normal. You'll just see me go about, and I can go, I was doing an accent. But what's this movie about? <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to do. All right, well, thanks to our guest, Kyle Kinane. Now, uh, where can people find you on the line? On the line? I will. Uh, uh, I'm uh, at Kyle Kinane on Twitter and uh, KyleKinane.com. Mm. That is your tour dates. Uh, has my tour dates. If anybody's in St. Louis next Wednesday, come to uh, the Firebird in St. Louis. I'll be there Wednesday, nice. and I'll be in uh, Comedy Attic, which we both uh, great we, club. We, we all said we, we enjoyed very mm-hmm. much. So, so I'll be there the weekend. And you have uh, a CD Thursday, out Thursday. too, right? I do have a CD. It's called Death of the Party. It's available on a Special Thing Records. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much, my friend. Thanks for having me, guys. You got it. Oh, yeah. 
So, uh, what? what uh, We've man. got our show this uh, Friday. The show Friday, May 20th at Rosita's in beautiful Barstow. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come on out, folks. Halfway between LA and Vegas. <laughs> yep, How yep. can you lose? <laughs> yes. It's a show you could go to on the way to somewhere else. Yes. You could literally <laughs> stop by. Yes. Stop by. Drop in for a couple. Yes. There's outlet malls off the stop. 15 freeway. Yeah. There's a Del Taco. Look, you look, can't lose. People, you're going to be stopping and getting gas anyway. <laughs> yes. You may as well stop it. Get some pancakes and watch the show. Yeah, go to the IHOP. <laughs> yeah, see some comedy, and then uh, and then you're at a poker table by midnight. You yeah. know what I mean? You're playing. You're Everyone just, wins. You'll Everybody miss, wins. You'll miss the traffic. You'll yes. miss the, tra- beat the traffic. The beat traffic the- out to Vegas. That's you know, a, on a Friday night, you, crazy. Oh, Friday ter- afternoon, that's terrible. Pull over, Why wouldn't you stop and hear us tell jokes? Go to the for Arco, an hour and a half. Go to the Arco, get a Slim Jim and a YooHoo. Oh. You know, and then hang yourself. And then hang yourself, and then your buddy that kicks your dead corpse into the desert come to Rosarito's, have a great Mexican meal, and we'll see some comedy. Yeah. You're tired Perfect. from digging a grave out there in exactly. the sand, dropping from burying your friend up to his neck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Brush those fire ants off. Brush those Stop fire in ants for a off. Corona. Take a break from the meth lab and come on out. Good time had by all. It's going to be a great show. You're going to love it. And then, of course, if you're in uh, the Seattle area, we're going to be in Bellingham, Washington, May 26th. Yes, and very exciting uh, thing addition to that show. Should we announce it about the... Uh, we the first time we're gonna have comedy film nerds t-shirts, and we will be debuting yes. them at the show. At the, the show, Bellingham they're not show. available online Ooh. yet. Nope, they will be after the show, but not until uh, the the first first people that will see them will be the ones that come to the show. Back of the shirts, both say comedy film nerds hot shot first. Front of the shirt, you gotta come to the show yes. to see it. Oh. Come on, merchant! Oh, one short so. sleeve, one long sleeve. Bill Hicks would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they both have guns on them. They both have guns. On them. They do. They both yeah. have guns. Because Chris and I like weaponry. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you once again to Kyle Kinane for being on our show. Um, my name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini, and we'll see you out one of these shows. And just one more time, thanks again for everybody supporting the store. We really appreciate yeah. it. Buying Afghanistan my book and everything else and supporting the other comics there the chill packs have been going out really quick Uh, international orders really appreciate you know we'll get them out to you every time you guys buy something you're supporting an independent artist like you're you're we're not some big corporation we're literally in a garage with children's toys this is a beautiful garage (laughs) bigger than my whole apartment So it's it's we appreciate when you guys do that you're supporting yeah. independent artists and it's very cool that you do that so we very much appreciate it. so uh, thanks thanks for everything um, goodbye <laughs> that sounds like really <laughs> off thanks for everything good like, night and good luck yeah am I committing suicide is this the last the last show the sunset of our days has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm Graham Elwood I'm Chris Mancini and as always remember Han, Han shot, shot first. first.